you about to witness is my thoughts Just my thoughts, man Right or wrong Just what I was feeling at the time uh. Alright, thank you for joining us uh, To another edition of Jai Time Turkeys uh, First one while we in the quarantine of the pandemic um, I'm Alphonse Prince, A Prince uh, 15 on Twitter uh, And tonight I'm joined by What's up y'all, this is Olu Olu Daniels, Star Life Daniels on IG And Twitter as a matter of fact Good to be back You know, trying to stay Corona free Getting this quarantine Quarantine thing going yeah, so this quarantine thing is, uh, in some ways, giving us more time to jump on and do these, but in other ways, have not. So, um, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. First up, uh, let's talk about the NFL draft. They actually held a virtual draft of starting last Thursday, Thursday through Saturday, which actually, I mean, it sounded like it went pretty well. Um, it really wasn't bad, you know. I mean, I, I, I watched the whole first round, and I caught some of the... I watched the first and the second round, and then on Saturday I caught some of the third and fourth, you know. But um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, what the most watched, fifty-five million viewers, I think, over the, the course of the three days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely watched more than I ever have over the past couple years, um, and I don't know if it was just because of the the we didn't have anything else to do because of the quarantine, or if it was just because it's, it was new because it's virtual. But um, I found that I found the uh, I found the natural family stuff really nice and um, I can't think of the word right now. But the stuff that ESPN like put together that was really that was terrible. Like, oh, yeah, like it, it. I mean, cause like the story is just like borderline. It was just too much. It was really just too much. Like we get it. A lot of these kids come from backgrounds that are very harsh and while we want to celebrate that like it is it's it's it, it was just too much like it was one of those you, you don't know when how to describe it but you know it when you see it and that was a, a classic case of yeah that that's too much i, I did like the javon kenlaw kenlaw story but that might just because it was that dc aspect so that kind of you know touched me in a in, 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 in a place that normal stories wouldn't so, but I mean, but even like you see where they putting up as a bullet point that yeah. a mother was, you know, a, 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 a drug addict or whatnot, like that, that really had no place. I mean, yep. it, I mean, I understand it, it, it speaks to their story, but it's just like, this not the time and place. That, that just, right. Not the time yeah. and place for that. We're trying to be celebratory. Like, if that's what you want to do when you're doing a piece on them. Like afterwards, then that's that's all right. But nah, that was just too much. Um, so what I want to do is uh, go through and get your take on one: who had the best draft, who had the worst draft, and then who had a draft that made you think it's just like, what are they doing? So um, I mean, I'll start it off for me, and you know, I'm gonna get called a, a fanatic or whatever, but. I think the Cowboys really did have one of the best drafts. Like, yeah, no, they definitely did. Like, CD Lamb fell into their lap, so like got a stud receiver. Um, they then went back uh, later on and got a corner, so they addressed the secondary needs. Like, for me, the the CD Lamb pick was like, all right, we're deviating from our plan, 
to go defense first, but we're not reaching to take somebody. And so I thought that was important. And the pick is defensible because let's say by chance they do make it to the to the Super Bowl and they're facing the Chiefs. We know the Chiefs are going to score points. And the Cowboys do need another person who can like take a five yard slant and go seventy. And I think um I think he'll help him in that regard. Who the team that I think had a terrible draft? The Packers, like I don't, they I don't know what they were doing. Like it was defensible to not take a receiver first round, right? Like Jordan, like, that's defensible if you go back and then get a receiver. Like they didn't take a receiver the entire draft, and that was like one of the things this draft was known for, receivers. And so like. I could get it, like, the, you're not supposed to take a QB when you need one. So, okay, again, defensible pick. But Rodgers is talking about playing till he's 40. Like, why not get him another weapon? Like, even in the second round, there were still good receivers available for them to take. And so, like, I think I just, I don't know what they did. Like, why would you antagonize your franchise quarterback? But then your franchise quarterback, who is shown to have to have a precipitous attitude at times. So I, I just don't know what they were doing. And then the third team, like, who didn't, they just kind of had a draft and, like, they're going to need to still do stuff. The Patriots, like, they didn't take a QB. They didn't really get any skill positions. Like, they went after defense, but they're going to have to score some points to come out of the AFC. And so I don't know what they're doing. Like, if they get Cam... Then okay, that that changes it. But um, who was it? It was either I think it was Asante Samuel was on Twitter, I think, or maybe Tyler. Somebody, a former defensive back for the Patriots, was like, "Cam is not Belichick's guy." Which, all right, cool, whatever. But like, yo, you, you need to win games, and like, it's go it's gonna start to look real shaky if you come out here and go. Eight and eight or worse, and so like I think he might he might not have been a Belichick type of guy, but right now they both have something to prove. They both will be motivated, and so like I think that will help them. But that's the team where I'm just like, what are they doing? I think Cam personally, just a sidebar. I think he's going to end up in Jacksonville. That's my okay. I mean, I can see Jacksonville too. So I, I like that. 
Um, as far as the worst, the Packers are there. I don't, I don't want to say worst because I mean everybody kind of you know they got everybody got talent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, young talent. And I don't want to put it down, but like head scratchers definitely was the Packers. And then it was a stat that I saw since 2008 they haven't drafted a skill position in the first round. The Packers. Yep, like, that's that crazy. correct. That is um, correct. The Eagles. The Eagles will kind of. They got speed at wide receiver. The guy from TCU, okay, his name is escaping me right now. That was a good pick. But then to go get Jalen Hurts is kind of – I think that was was worse than the Packers getting Jordan Love. Yeah. Because Aaron Rodgers is, what, 36? Yep. And it's like, okay, you on the tail end. I mean, we, we've been down the road. And the reports have come out that Aaron Rodgers – is at least trying to do it better than how Brett Favre did him Correct. when he came in. Correct. Um, and you, he could help him transition if it was two, three years down the line, have to go. That's just, I think that, I think that was just sound. Moving up to get him may not have been, they could have done something else with that pick and then came back and got him in the second round, maybe, you know. But, I mean, if you like the guy, you like the guy. Right. I'm not but, too um, mad at it. the Eagles, Carson Wentz is 27 years old. I mean, I know he has injury history, but it's not yeah. like. And you okay, already signed him to the big money. He's already got a big money deal. But if he gets hurt, it's not like Jalen Hurts is just going to step in and be that same type of quarterback. You know, right. I'm, I'm, I'm with the brother, you know what I'm saying, coming in, wanting to stay a quarterback or whatever, and that's what you want to do, and you want to prove to people that they say it's wrong. That's all well and good. But he still has work to do. I mean, obviously, we, we know that as a fact. Correct. Needs work, um, you know. Same pocket presence, whatever. So those two teams kind of like, uh, you know, and you know who another draft? I, I like the Bengals draft. Um, yeah. Joe Burrow and T Higgins highlighting that draft. That was that was good for them. And yeah. of course, I, I even like I liked Washington's draft too. And like after the draft, it was kind of like, okay, y'all didn't address tight end. But then they turn around and sign Thaddeus Moss, so it's kind of like, okay, all right, you know that that that, if that saved the draft, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. so so to speak. Um, And it wasn't like, okay, y'all may have thought, okay, yeah, we'll sign Moss if he's available. But I may kind of jumped on that quick, like it was like as soon as the draft draft ended, that same day, and that that that's a good sign, yeah, you know, as a fan of the team going forward. And it's just like um, I like the receiver that they got out of Liberty. Um, Antonio Golden Gandy. He may not be a day one contributor, but down the line, he should be. Of course, Chase. And mm-hmm. um, the, finally getting the Trent Williams saga over. I mean, yeah. they got pennies on the dollar, essentially. But, I mean, what can you do at that point? And then to the, then the turn around and draft a tackle with some type of pedigree. I mean, he's not going to be Trent Williams, but he does right. have pedigree. So it's kind of like, all right. And the other, the other picks were kind of like, all right, it really was like filler. Oh, I like the guy out of Memphis. He may be, they might try to put him in that Christian McCaffrey mode. So that's kind of, you know, exciting. But, I mean, they, all of this I'm taking with a grain of salt for every team, especially teams with new coaches and putting in new systems because there's no OTAs. There's no rookie, rookie mini camp, you know what I mean? Who knows what training camp is going to be like? And it's just like, yeah, but Corona, you know what I mean? 2020, right. you know, right. 2020. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, but yeah, 
But you know what? Speaking like on like the draft, um, just the presentation. One thing I did, like okay, so they announced the pick. I was waiting for like the the, the, the cheers from the crowd or the boos from the crowd. I was yeah. like, okay, oh, that's it's right. not it's yeah. <laughs> Um, but the virtual, I mean, them everybody being home. I mean, it removes a lot of the pageantry and all of that. I mean, it, I'm sure it affected the NFL's money. To some yeah. extent. I mean, it had to because you're not selling tickets. tickets. And, and, you know, people not out spending money. But I like that better, seeing the reactions from the family yeah. yep. and, you know, people being at home and being comfortable and, you know, yeah, whatever, whatever. So that was I, I did like that from the draft. And yeah. Roger, Roger Goodell, I mean, people don't like him, but he's, he's, um, you watch him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, like, you, you're interested. What's, what, what's Goodell going to do this time? You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's not the worst commissioner in sports. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he's not. He works for shit owners. And so, like, right. in a way, sometimes he's going to come off like shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, but now we can go ahead and move the topic off to, to the the big thing of the all the rage in, in sports right now, which is the, the Michael Jordan documentary of the nineteen ninety eight season. Is it a Michael Jordan dance? documentary? I got I, yes. I, 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 yes. I it's a Michael Jordan documentary. <laughs> Here, here's why. Here's why. I saw this on Twitter, I believe. Yo. Michael Jordan took six shots in game six against the Pistons. The was that the game seven year? Yeah, the game seven. Um, no, maybe it was a game six year. It was the year they lost in game six. In game five, he took like six shots or some shit because he was mad because in game four, he went five for 15. If it was a Bulls documentary, that gets talked about. It's a Michael Jordan documentary, so they ain't going to talk about that. And so, like, even, like, even Jordan saying, like, oh, I think I'm going to come off bad. There's stuff. There's other stuff that I feel like is probably not going to come out, and they like make it off that in the room floor, yeah. And and for me, the out of the first four episodes, like he hasn't come off bad to me. Like I, I think he should have rolled with Scotty on his contract dispute, especially considering that year he was making like upwards of thirty million. Like and and I don't, he ain't got to come out and you know go against management. Just don't say nothing. I understand. Like, yeah. it's going to be harder, but I understand why he's doing it. Like, for me, that was kind of the only way he came out. Um, he came off bad. Um, I would have prob- I would have liked to see more of Phil Jackson's story. Maybe there is more coming. But just kind of like, like just, they, they, they kind of talked about how he rose from it. But like, how did he just be the coach? Like, I don't know. It's just... Doug Collins was the coach. I think they kind of touched on that in the last story. Because yeah. uh, cause he was hand-picked by Jerry Cross. Right. So then, but what happened during that season? Because that didn't just go over smoothly. That wasn't just like, Jerry was like one day, hey, you know what? We're going to make a change. Like, there had to be like, like tension on the team. There had to be all of those type of things. Talk and about it. Like... Um, Doug Collins didn't feel, I mean, he didn't come across like he was meth. I mean, I know we're 30 years removed from it, but he seemed like it didn't really bother him. It was like, oh, all right, well, you know, they're going in a different direction. Yeah. But, 
So now, I mean, I like how they talked about Texas women in the triangle. Yeah. And how that translate? I mean, you know, they touched on that a little bit. Hopefully, yeah, it's more to come. But I think, I think when they get to feel, it's going to be more about him and uh, Cross's disconnect. I think. Mm. Yeah. That, that that led to that quote unquote last dance. I mean, they, did they talk about Tim Floyd in? Yeah, in the be, they yeah. Talk they him. talk about him being I've recruited. Been so much ESPN would get up and first take is like you know it's all. And that's all they really talking about is kind of bleeding together. But yeah, okay, they did talk about Tim Floyd, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Tim Floyd being at his daughter's wedding, and they didn't invite Phil, yeah. Yeah. And I guess for me, the biggest thing from the last thing was like, yo, like, I understand Lambeer, like, Lambeer is Lambeer. But for me, I just don't get how Isaiah Thomas can be like, oh, I don't understand why, why, you know, they don't, they don't like our team. Like, what you mean? I do think they're properly rated in the annals of history. Like, yes, they stopped the Celtics, then they stopped um, the Lakers, then they they stunted the Bulls for a bit. But if you look at those teams and the longevity of those teams' runs, who are you gonna put them above? That's my thing. Like, who are you gonna well, put yeah, that I, team I, above? I, I don't know if they're asking to be put above, it, but I think they just want to be talked about more. I mean, because they, I mean, they, they, their two-year run was they they on. I mean. As a Lakers fan, you know. So here's the thing: I thought about that. Like they still only get a two year run, because if if even if you say they were going to win that series when Isaiah sprained his ankle on the back end, you could say the Bulls were going to beat him till Scotty got a migraine, which I didn't. I don't. Even I didn't. I don't think I knew was days after his dad dying. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that until. Um, so for me, it's like, yo, like. All right, yeah, Isaiah sprained his ankle, but Scotty was seeing double. But you know what? I'm not even putting it on Isaiah sprained ankle. It's still, and, and this is something that's been coming up recently that I've noticed just in the last month or so. They're talking more about that foul, or the foul that was called on Lambert against Gray. And um, I was actually watching, um, what's that series on NBA TV when they go back and look at the finals? Hardwood Classics? Um, no, not Harvard Classics. It's like the coaches. It's not coaches de- detailed. That's on ESPN. Um, I know what you're talking about, though. Well, they, 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 look at, they look at the game, and they, and they talk about it. I mean, it was one with uh, James Worthy mm-hmm. and then Isaiah and John Sally. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and they talked about it. And, like, of course, well, Isaiah, he was adamant that it wasn't a foul. Spider Sally kind of. All right, maybe I can see, but then there was another play where it, it, it could have changed the series too. But Lambert did get him with the body as Kareem was going up. I mean, it, maybe that's a superstar call. That's, right. You would think that'd be called early in the game and not on a potential last place. So I, I, I get their beef with that, even as a Lakers fan. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a whole lot of ifs. You know, the F was a fifth, you know what I mean? In, in, in the annals of NBA history. So it's kind of like, yeah, right. You know, and if, say, if Tim Duncan didn't miss that bunny, you know what I mean? There's it, 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 so true. much that could, be, that could be said, you know. I just. If Kyrie I, didn't get injured, if love wasn't hurt. And not even love. I don't even want to put love in there. <laughs> Kyrie wasn't hurt, you know what I mean? Not, not taking anything away from Kevin Love, but just saying. I mean, that was what, the first round. Yeah. Last game, but the first round where he got hurt. So, yeah. If Draymond didn't, 
if LeBron didn't step over Draymond and Draymond didn't push him, you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's so much that, you know, except just, for, there's nothing we can say about the Thunder. <laughs> about the what? watching some of those games on NBA TV like yo that whew, you guys really just blew that whole I mean I know we, who we can blame thing. it on I know who I blame it on but it's not the refs <laughs> it's not anybody that's, that wasn't wearing the Thunder uniform uh, anyway I think it's a lot of blame to go around in that series <laughs> so, yeah, I um, my main culprit is number zero <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't get, like, I was shocked at Monday and today of, like, one, Isaiah Thomas just continually going on television, just making the situation worse. Um, because, dude, you, you, you walked past their bench, and when you did it, you ducked your head. So, like, you can't play the villain role and then duck your head as you're walking off the court, not shaking hands. And like, well, when I how I look at that, I think, Isaiah was being a good soldier on that one. He, I mean, he, he was just falling in line. I mean, little bit, Jav was like the emotional leader. He said, we're not doing it, just went with it. I, I mean, I respect um, John Sally. Like, no, I want to be in the game. I, yeah, I, I I'm don't want to be a part yeah, of that. I'm not being you know? a part of that. And my thing is yeah. like, all right, maybe, but like, you from Chicago, man. That's home. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you want to win, but at the same time, you know this, and, and apparently, like, he already knew because his nephew was wearing Jordan's jersey. You already know what Jordan is doing for your city back home, your hometown. So, like, yeah, the game ended. It's over. Now Chicago is going to go to the finals, going to win a title. To that point, did had they won an NBA title? No. And you're not going to shake his hand? Hey, you know, I'd be, ah, be big on sportsmanship, especially like when we play sports and whatnot. But if a guy doesn't shake, I don't really get upset about it. I mean, that's just me, and it's not it's not to that level. But it's just like, oh, you don't shake. All right, and then, and then I mean, I, I think that's I mean, kind of like how the Bulls. I think the media made more of it than the Bulls themselves. Nah, because you could look at you could look at Jordan's face when they walk by. He's like, what the fuck are they doing? Like yeah. what? And my thing is, like, it's just a, a, if you never shake hands, cool, then that's your thing. You never shake hands. But once, we got we got him kissing magic. So two you, years, but even the two years prior, when they beat the Bulls, they shook hands after. But, I mean, but then, and I don't like to quantify, I don't like to justify excuses. And I don't really, maybe it's not an excuse. But, I mean, that's kind of an excuse. Um. When they talk about the Celtics, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. I, the same thing for the Celtics. Like that was some bullshit too. Like I'm not. To me, it's not just oh Isaiah did it. They, no, 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 no. The Celtics did it. Yeah, that's fucked up too. The Celtics should have dabbed child up because y'all beat them, and like it, you beat them fair and square. You beat them because you got better. So like you should have. They should give you the respect of saying you beat us. Good job. Now go get the shit. We go see the triple zeros and dap you up. That, that's why it is for me. And, like, I've been, like you said, we played, like, there was times I didn't want to dap people up. You know what? Let me con- yep, let me go dap y'all up. Because in the end, the times I didn't want to dap them up, I was never mad at the team. It was more so me being mad at the refs calling the game or calling some bullshit. So, you know what? Nah, yeah. It's a respect thing. And after 30 years to be like, nah, we still, 
like the things about oh they don't shouldn't get awards for lifting weights was like what are you talking about like the lifting weights was a mindset of like yo we can already be tougher than them and then the year after they lift weights they kick child ass but again i think that that's not focused at the team i think it's the media and they the media hasn't like they said i don't think the media has, has given them their fair due so they feel against the media what they feel. And it's like, okay, they, they, it was a big deal made about it, but Michael Jordan was, at that time, he was the darling of the NBA. So, I mean, so they, I, they're going to push that narrative. That's part of the narrative. So, But I guess like, for me, yeah. like, I, like, coming up, I didn't really remember, like, this being a big deal. Like, I didn't remember, like, oh, like, I remember hearing about Isaiah Thomas and his uh, 25 points in the fourth quarter on a sprained ankle. I remember hearing about the Bad Boy Pistons because the Bad Boy Pistons were the precursor to the New York Knicks. So for me, it was like they got their due, but like, yo, Jordan won six straight. Well, not six straight. He won six. He won six out of eight after you guys. It's like to me, it's like Houston coming out being mad that we don't talk about them more. Yo, guys, you got sandwiched around two, two, three peats. Mm-hmm. Like when we bring up your titles, we talk about how you were a great team, heart of a champion, six seed to go on and win a title. You get your just due, but like a team three peated before you and a team three peated after you. But I think Houston, um, they, um, I think reason a big reason that like they don't trip on that because there's a large amount of people it was a, a good amount of people that feel that they would have beat the Bulls the Bulls wouldn't wouldn't beat them they had a chance against the Bulls you know what I mean a legitimate shot I mean <clears throat> so I, I think, I think they would really trip that's fair and, and if we would play the what if game I think they would have split with the Bulls because mm-hmm. I think Yes, the Bulls did have trouble with great centers and then guards and, and like, who could space the floor move and all of that. But then remember, like, the Magic beat them the, the first year Jordan came back. But then that second year, the, didn't they beat the Magic? Mm-hmm. In six? I think it was five. Yeah, it was six games. And so, like, for me, like, I feel like the first time, yeah, they might have gotten him with a came, would have got him. That second year, though, Jordan would have had some shit for him. It's just how I would feel. Jordan would have had extra motivation, too, because Clyde Drexler was on the team. Exactly. (laughs) Yo, all right, so here's a question I got. Because, like, you you know how before this, I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, like, ESPN, uh, people were putting, like, who was Jordan's best competition or best, I can't remember the phrasing of it. But, like, a couple people put Clyde Drexler, and I was like, did I miss some games? Like, are there some games that NBA TV hasn't shown yet? Because all the games I see where Jordan is on the opposite team other than Clyde, he's whooping his ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't, I just, maybe I'll swap match. Maybe there's some games I've missed because I just, like, that whole, that whole NBA finals was just like, yo, he just went total... Annihilation. I think they have good numbers in that series, though. What, yeah. what did they beat? They beat them in. They beat them in six. They beat them in six, series. but it was over yeah. after game one. Like even the broadcasters was like, "Oh, well, this feels pretty much, pretty much done." I remember. Uh, 
every championship, none of those championships I rooted for the Bulls. Not not one. Nope. Likewise, because for the majority of those championships, they went past the Knicks in some form or fashion on their road to. I just after '91 when the Bulls when Mike beat Magic, it was just that was a wrap for me on Michael <laughs> Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. It's just like. Like, nah, I used to hate when the Gatorade commercial come on. I want to be like Mike. I was on this thing. I want to be like Magic. Man, I did not like Michael Jordan. I I did not. I was not a fan at all. But I was like the biggest Scottie Pippen fan in the world, ironically. And it was was Scottie Pippen that turned (laughs) that Lakers series, you know. So it's kind of like that's funny, right? Yeah, when they put him on uh, Magic. Yeah. Nah, I just, I didn't like either one. They just beat the Knicks. They just found a way to beat the Knicks, like, in so many ways. It was just like, yo. Like, that Charles Smith game, uh, that still, that one still haunts me. Like, they just blocked their shot, like, six times. (laughs) So, um... But yeah, I'm looking forward to these next couple parts. Yeah, definitely. Like I think. Don't you do do um, DVR? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to keep this in the archives forever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and what I'm gonna do because I know they're gonna keep showing the old episodes like on Sundays, whatever ones I happen to miss because the DVR the DVR be fucking up because I don't got Comcast no more. I got RCN. And they suck. Um, I'll just re-record them on Sundays. Cause yeah, this shit is. They ain't gonna be the uh, the unedited choice though. <laughs> what? Oh, they not? Probably they... when they rerun them, probably not. I don't know. I mean, they running them on ESPN. I feel like ESPN is the unedited channel form. Like they, they, you know, they get that one. They the the, the parental advisor in the front. I don't think on the rerun. That's a it's, it's, it's kind of like with um, like how they were like especially like at at Kobe's um service, mm. like now most of the clips they edit out the cursing, mm. even like on YouTube and Instagram. I mean, not maybe not YouTube, but like Instagram and stuff. A lot of the the the, the media outlets. <coughs> Like, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's still basic cable, but I mean, cable going that way, but all the, you know, definitely all the F-bombs and <laughs> the MFs, I, yeah, I don't think they they going to let that ride. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So, what's your uh, prediction on when sports come back? <laughs> and I'll even, I'll even help you out. I think it's going to be twofold. I think, one, we're going to have a period of sports without fans and then we'll slowly introduce fans yeah I, I don't even that's gonna be interesting <clears throat> NBA opening back up practice facilities where they saying they what they need like six weeks to get mm-hmm. sort of kind of get up up to speed like Steve Curry even had like a quote today. Like, man, it feels like our season is over anyway. So it's kind of like, I mean, it's just <laughs> like the season is over. Like, yeah. I mean, teams that have nothing, you know, they know they're not making the playoffs. Why would they? I mean, well, no, we know why they would do it. To fuck, getting them game yeah, checks, right? <laughs> Get 
that but, cash uh, flow. Uh, yeah, but then that, but that's another thing. If it's not gonna be any fans, <laughs> how the the owners gonna make money in that? I mean, without gate receipts, you know what I mean? The ads, um, ads, the TV ads, like sell ads, the TV local TV ads. ads. Yep, because yeah, so like. <laughs> We back, you get to sell local TV ads. Shit, um, they might even, like, buy uh, physical space in the arenas, like, on the seats or whatnot, like, put, like, banners In the background, yep. Shit like that, yeah. So they'll find a way to make that money fun. back. <laughs> um, yeah. I think college sports are done until fall 2021. Really? You can't, how you go bring back, how you go bring back players if colleges aren't open and i don't think colleges are open this fall i don't think they're open in this fall i think at Mm. at best july 1st 20 i mean january 1st new year's of 2021 for colleges to even think about it like their entire setup is a breeding ground for stuff to spread a bunch (laughs) of kids in a place questionable hygiene amongst some of them and then they go home all across the country yeah, like we've been in dorm, like mm, that's and the way the way making questionable decisions, making questionable decisions, and mm-hmm. schools now compromising positions in cities across uh, America, across America. <laughs> then they just the crisscross. <laughs> nope. And then think about it, like flu season starts to pick up right around Christmas time, right? Guess who comes home from Christmas? College kids, so like I don't think they can even like I'm worried about I'm worried about public schools. Like I I almost think it might be some sort of modified like all grades don't go on the same day type of shit. Man, the strain that's gonna put on the parents. Like, Uh, man, I understand, but I think like like people that gotta go to work, like you know what I'm saying. Some people with the teleworking and whatnot, but yeah, some people, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Like this, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I mean, for summer school, like, they're talking about at our school to do, they're going to do that virtually. I, I guess I'm not doing summer school virtually. Like, I'm getting through this time because, like, I got to figure out how to, like, how, how to do the video part of it. Like, they can see me, but I... I let them choose if they want to be seen just because like by the time they get to middle school they should have a fair enough be able to make a judgment on these surroundings are appropriate for me to be on video on this call nope my surroundings are not so I'm not going to be on video and but I I imagine if we have to start the school in some sort of distance learning part of it they will want everybody to be seen because how else you go make sure they paying attention if you can't see them yeah so, I think college sports are out for at least until next, like, next year this time, just because I don't see colleges opening up. Um, I see professional sports going without fans uh, at least until probably this time next year. And then yeah. they'll start introducing fans in, the unless we get a vaccine quicker than expected. Like, if they have a vaccine or they have a widespread testing mechanism, then they'll start filling those stadiums up with fans. 
But until then, I don't. I think it'll be without fans. Um, and if they need fans, they'll let the players like bring in immediate family. But I don't think. I don't think it's going much beyond that. It's just too much risk. Like you don't want to. Be I don't like, even think players would want to bring their family to. Right. You know. That's true. Yeah. To arenas. This new normal is going to be interesting. I just. I don't. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know. Like it's hard to plan or prepare any type of way because there's literally no, like shit can change tomorrow. Tomorrow, like you don't know. Like you can say, all right, well, I can plan to just know I'm always going to be able to go outside to the grocery store to get groceries. You don't know that. You don't yeah. know anything. But like eventually we will get back to going to school every. I don't know. So we are at the mercy. Who knows what? Like we're at the mercy of what? This is yeah, this is one for the history book. <laughs> right, and which is crazy because like sometimes in history class I used to be like, yo, I wonder what it was like living during that time when this was going on. Man, we are in that right <laughs> now. now. That is crazy. Now. Like I haven't even stopped to even think about it like that. Like yes. Like, what were they doing? How did they live day to day? Like, yeah, you just got to do it. Like, fuck. And now, like, somebody's going to be reading this. Like, what? How did they do that? It's like, yeah. Like, you just don't go out the house. But, if, yeah. If you go out the house, you get shamed for it. Which, I mean, yeah. it's fair because, like, you don't know about this disease. But by the same token, like, things have to keep progressing. Like, if you're, if you're my fucking leash is up, you gotta find somewhere else to go. Which is crazy, but <laughs> that's the new responsible, responsible social distance and like, like the, the 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 mask, the mandatory mask to go and you know, businesses and whatnot. I'm 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 with it. Yeah, at yeah. first, I didn't like the mask and all that, but yeah, I'm with it. I mean, at first, I, I, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I just, I wasn't wearing a mask. I mean, I kept my space. and But, like, yeah, it makes sense. You try to keep space, but that, it's really not easy. You know what I'm saying? When you're in places, the grocery yep. store might slide past somebody or just, you know. Yeah, or you don't want to wait behind somebody because you know where they're going and they don't know where they're going. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's those masks. Like the thing I'll say about them, man. Like, and I, as we get to wearing, as we get to wearing them more, or like looking at the effects of them. I don't know about you, man, but they after a while, like I, I got to take them off my ears, man. Like they just pull my ears down, and so like I'm just wondering. Like on my face, period. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, annoying. So. so it's like, yeah, once I leave out, like, I'm not one of those people that drive around in the car, in the car by themselves with their mask on. Like, <laughs> that, that right is it. I mean, I don't, like, that. that's really, I mean, unless you like wearing the mask, it's, it's not necessary, you know what I mean? In so, my opinion. So I'll, I, here's, here's, if I'm in the, if I'm in the car with the windows up, then I'll take the mask off. If I'm riding around with the windows down, then I put the mask on just because, like, you know, this airborne, you know, nah, I'm just, I put the mask on, like, 
You it's just the chances know. of that somebody on the street hey, corner man. sneezes in the, in the passenger somehow in the vehicle. I, like, I get it. There's a chance. <laughs> There's a I'm chance? Just, like, hey, I'm not I'm trying to take that. Those eyes, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going with faith on that now, one. <laughs> now, I will say, as it gets warmer, that'll be harder to do because right. it'll be hot outside and like as you said it just covers your face it it, it just makes me sweat a lot so yeah it's it's crazy <laughs> but um we go ahead and start to wrap this up um i definitely think uh we'll have much another another 30 minutes worth of stuff to talk about with uh the next two episodes of the last dance uh, we'll be through the midway point, so it's, that'll be kind of bittersweet because it's like after this, what the hell do we got to look forward to? <laughs> so um, we'll be through those, but um, I'm sure some other stuff will happen. Baseball talking about they trying to come up with a plan. Basketball will probably change their mind two or three times uh, between now and then because first they were ready to go May first, now it's the eighth. Um, Already got pushed back. Yeah, depending on what happens in Ohio and Georgia, they'll probably go back some more. Because I can't imagine Georgia's numbers are going to, like, flatten out if they just open the city up. And from pictures I've seen, people really took advantage of it. So, um, we'll see what comes available in the sports world. But um, until then, we want to thank you all for jumping on with us, taking your time to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, peace. All right, y'all. Take it easy.